0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Psych Your Life. My name is Maryn Mooney, and I am your host. On the show, we talk about both understanding the psychology of mind, behavior, and emotion, so why you are the way you are, and why you do the things you do, and what you can do to get psyched about your life, so how you can not just survive, but thrive in the world we live in. This is something I am deeply passionate about and have dedicated my life to. So if you are looking to take your own healing journey and transformational journey to the next level, please visit my website com. And last but not least, I am known to swear on occasion. So if you have people around who you'd rather did not hear swearing, please use your headphones. So on today's episode, I am talking to Ashley Elizabeth. And we have a lot in common, actually. She is a holistic practitioner, art therapist, cognitive behavioral therapist. She's also the founder of the Healing Tribe community, a place where people can come and find resources to use to help them along their healing and growth journey, which is basically what um, Ashley is super committed to. And yeah, so on the episode today, we talk mostly about holistic healing, what that is, what that looks like. and yeah, all, all all the things in between. So let's let's go right in and listen. Hi, Ashley, lovely to have you on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having
1: me. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, and maybe just before we start, do you wanna tell us a little bit about what you do? Cause I know that you're, you do a lot, you, you incorporate a lot of different things in, into the work you're doing.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, my main, it, it kind of coincides with your, you know, um, mental and emotional wellbeing. It's just, my aim is to help people have resources for overall wellness. Um, I'm a holistic practitioner. So we focus on mind, body, spirit, and soul, right? Like at all of our aspects of, of who we are and what makes us us. And, Um, you know not neglecting any of those parts so it was my aim like when I when I decided to study you know with COVID and whatever like that was it was so clear to me I was like okay I need to go (laughs) need to go back to school and I need to educate myself I need to learn and like be a part of this you know this healing movement that that's very much needed so um, you know I'm a holistic practitioner and so with that you know I, I took the liberty to go in depth and do And, you know, educate myself on art therapy, meditation therapy, sound therapy, um, you know, really understand energy and like quantum healing and how, how that affects us. Um, like obviously nutrition and diet, how, how that is important, you know, lifestyle changes, just like, you know, just broadening the spectrum on what we're, what we should look at in terms of like what, what classifies as health and wellness, um, so, so basically I'm just aiming to, you know, help educate and treat and, you know, mentor or guide, whatever you want to call it, just like be there for people on this healing journey. Cause um, I, I think a lot of people are are, are embarking on that journey.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think well that's the thing, like when, when our lives get disrupted as everyone's is at the moment, it does start okay. to bring up like questions and going in and looking for alternatives naturally. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so many directions we could go after, like you're you're doing just so many interesting things. And I guess just before we dive into the modalities, um, I was thinking about holistic healing. And you said and like the mind, body, soul connection and just how how all each impact the other. And I guess I'd like to hear from you a little bit more what you mean by holistic
1: healing right so um so when when people hear holistic they they i think there's a misconception in the understanding of what that means and so people are like holistic and they're like oh you know they they just and there's a negative connotation sometimes sometimes not not all the time um where it's like oh it's like all, all natural healing and they and they, they think I think I think that people understand holistic as like viewing Western medicine as bad and like evil or whatever their conceptions may be. I I, I don't know. I don't have that particular conception, but from what I've heard, and then you know, I think there's a there's a it gets mis- misunderstood with natural pathic medicine, which is also like a great method, but holistic is different from from homeopathy and natural pathic and that kind of stuff. So what holistic is is it is it basically from from my understanding and how how I go about it is, um, it coincides with it's basically resource, so resourceful. It, it you know it works alongside with all these different healing methods and treatments. So Western medicine, homeopathic medicine, and it just you know it looks at how it can all target different factors in the healing journey because there there you can't you cannot target healing from one angle. Like there's so many different angles. And so what my understanding is with, with holistic is is it looks at all those angles and and it acknowledges all those angles and it brings awareness to them so that, you know, when you're healing, you're not just taking medic, you're not just popping pills. Um, but you're also, you know, you're, you're triggering your mind. You're doing, you're, you're physically exercising, you're eating, you're eating well um you're doing those therapeutic things that have emotional releases because that has a huge part in your healing as well um and so for me holistic is a wide spectrum of uh um you know uh treatments that that people can be aimed and armed with yeah
0: I, I I love it. And I can hear the passion in vo- in your voice and I, and I it resonates so strongly because I do feel that and I do feel what it what's really lacking in, you know Western medicine is it doesn't look at the whole person and often, you know, we, we may have like a physical problem and there are physical elements to it, but there's also like
1: a mental and emotional blockage there that 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 needs to be worked with, um too. Right. Which oftentimes like from my, from my understanding, from what I've seen, like in my life, in my body, with with people in my life and their bodies, is a lot of the the spiritual and mental things manifest themselves into the physical. And so when they're going and turning to Western medicine, it's almost, that's the last resort. Like the, they've kind of skipped the steps where they should have attended to their emotional, you know, depression or anxiety or whatever, whatever it may be that's been uh, oftentimes like when people have experienced a traumatic experience that that you know from a shamanistic perspective like so sh- like a spiritual perspective um a part of the soul like actually in the spirit like leaves the body because mm. that, that traumatic experience no longer has cur- like that home is it's not it's not a good um uh, home and um place for the for the soul to reside i guess so that's how they view it so anyway if you're gonna if you're gonna kind of like incorporate that spiritual aspect um there's an emptiness there. there there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a there's an injury there that hasn't been tended to and you know like a heartbreak and you know sometimes it, it goes for years and years and it's never healed and that emotional pain and they feel that heaviness for every day for years and whatever they hold on to it whether it be a grudge or whatever And, you know, manifest into like heart disease or, you know, whatever it may, whatever whatever it may manifest to. So from my experience, like when you've, when the physical disease or illness or injury, like it could be a break or something, like something so physical, there's been so many points where the person's ignored their, the signs that their body's trying to communicate with them, Mm. that there's something wrong that needs tending to, right? That's how they do it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's where you bring up the point that you, there's, you know, sometimes the difficult things, you don't want to face them, you want to ignore them, especially like emotional stuff, but that's never going to solve them. They do, they keep coming back and finding more ways to come back. And I think they find more and more unconscious ways for them to come back. So, so it's, it's finding some way to manifest itself without you knowing, um, and then it's, it's more complex to resolve than if
1: you just went into the original discomfort that was there. Definitely. Well, it's it's like, um, and the subconscious people, people yeah, it's, it's a fear. It's definitely fear induced as to why people ignore it because the pain and, you know, people are smarter than they give themselves credit for. The subconscious mind is brilliant. Like the subconscious mind can, can process like 11,000 pieces of information like per second or per minute or whatever, whatever the, 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 the rating, the, the metric ratio is. Uh, whereas the conscious mind can only do like 40 parts per that you know in that realm so uh the subconscious mind is so much more powerful than we we give credit for and so then we subconsciously know how scary it is to go about facing those things that need tending to but if we let it go you know it it comes back full power like you know 10 times 100 times worse um and you know if you just let it go for years then, then that's a lot of you know, baggage, I guess, for lack of a better word, to have to deal with um, that you've been ignoring and trying to, like, push aside. But it, yeah, you're right. It never goes away.
0: Yeah. and But it, it's, it's, you know, we all do it. I think, sure. like, I don't think there's anyone who has always faced all their stuff when it first yeah. comes up.
1: I don't even know that life even allows that like in terms of like you know you have to you have to do your basic functions and your basic needs and and so ha- who has time to, to constantly worry about you know what am i missing in my subconscious that needs <laughs> <tending> to <today? laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely
0: yeah. yeah
1: that's that's where you know that's where people like you and i come in where we're we're trying to have people acknowledge those parts that have been missed that do need tending to like know and it's a brave journey to want to embark on you know the people who are you know wanting to you know heal and get better and whatever it's so brave because it is so scary and there's so much work in involved in it but you know if you have somebody if, if life brings you on the path someone who's like educated and has different resources that can help you along that journey like i think that that's i think that that's great like we have to do it together it's like a community healing you know some people heal better on their own but like you know it's nice to have those that support system there in case you're wanting it yeah
0: i i i that community is something that i've grown to learn it is very important i found mm-hmm. in my experience and the experience of many um in, in in healing but some you know ultimately you've got to do it on your own but mm-hmm. it's helpful to have um the support and i i'm curious to hear you know, what brought you onto this path, onto this journey?
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'll give you the short version. That's kind of what my books, like my books about that I'm, I'm hoping will be published in the fall, but um, basically just talks about all the traumatic experience that experiences that I had embarked on and not had the time to deal with them or or maybe didn't have the consciousness at that point in my life to like acknowledge what was happening and then as my spiritual spirituality developed i was able to then acknowledge like oh there are these patterns that keep happening and and like so well what started what started it was i was 15 and and i was with my mom when when i basically saw her die and come back to life in like a 15 minute window and i called 911 they i saw her like they shocked her her back to life in front of me like i saw them doing it on the street and like pretty much like the my, as a, ch- a 15 year old kid that was like my biggest fear and it was like unfolding in front of my eyes and 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 so then there's like i went through so many years of questionings like did i manifest this like because this was my biggest fear like did i bring this on and there was a lot of like you know shame and like not not shame but like um you know i, I was questioning like was I responsible for this, or what could I have done more to like help my mom? Cause she was like seven minutes without oxygen, so there was like a whole thing. Years and years it took me to realize this was not my fault. Like I was, I'm, I, I was a kid. Like it just happened. Like these things happen, and so there was an acceptance part there, you know. Like that was a huge journey, and so. But I I I realized like I kept attracting these traumatic events because like, you know, one thing after the other, like these really big things would happen. And you know, I, I do go into detail about the book, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste our, our 40 minutes or whatever here. Um but I had to like rewire my thought, my subconscious, like because that when I was 15 seeing my that happen to my mom, like something happened subconsciously, like deep in me, like. That was bringing these like I was expecting bad things to happen, like I was expecting the worst to happen, because it, it 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 did come true for me, and so I had to like undo that thought process. So for me, it was a lot of cognitive work, um, but then with that also, like that consciousness, I coincided it with art therapy, and like I just like would just buy I don't know what would possess me I'd go and I'd buy canvases and I always no matter where I lived I moved around a lot I made sure I always had paint supplies and like I would just get in these like zoned out modes where I would just paint and paint and paint and I would just feel so much better I was like releasing so much like emotional energy that I didn't even know I was keeping inside um and you know I, I would just like it would it was like divinely guided like it would just come up come out and it was so healing for me and it was so therapeutic um yeah <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I, I can I can't actually imagine what that must have been like as a 15 year old child to experience that but I, I can understand like you know how, how you one would take take blame for such a situation especially as, as a child but when when you don't really you know you're not fully developed you know emotionally mentally um
1: but it's a really
0: cool how then you naturally turned to art and creative practices which is something you, you now work with um right
1: right yeah so <clears throat> before I like I I, I went about studying all the different types of holistic methods that I could use that that also worked for me that I've also done personally. Right. So, um, I'm a huge believer. Like I can't teach someone unless I I have personal experience in it. So, um, like before that, it was just, yeah, it was just, I was just so drawn, drawn to it. And like, there was like a deep need to have other people, experience this release like that i that i could ex- it was like it was all it's matt it was a magical feeling like um obviously it wasn't instantaneous by any means it, it take like holistic healing takes a long time it's it's a long-term commitment it's not it's not a short remedy like by any means but I wanted to share that feeling like I almost wanted to bottle it up and like sell it and like obviously you can't do that but like so I was like how is the what's the best way I can do this how how can I share this with people and so I was like oh I can like create a service and like and actually show people how I did it and um that's why I like I wrote I wrote my my like I I spent two months just typing out programs like my master class for art therapy like it took me like a month, but I just like, I just needed to get it out so that other people could follow it and, you know, obviously manipulate it the way that they need it. Cause it's not going to be the exact same path that I used. It's, you know, it's not going to be the same that some other, someone else needs, but, um, at least they have the guidelines there and, um, just to kind of get them going. But yeah, I just, I really wanted to just share that feeling and those resources and the thought processes and like, the insights right that's so important because people wouldn't even like a lot of people wouldn't even think that this is something that could benefit them but um there's so it's actually such a beneficial tool and, and art therapy is really huge in in helping people with ptsd and stuff like that um and yeah anyway just really just wanted to to share it with others
0: yeah i i ours was something really therapeutic for me when i was younger i think in my um maybe late teens I I, I I got into just like intuitive drawing painting I was big on drawing on, on my awesome. body for for a while um and then eventually i I, I did a program like an intuitive painting program and, and I found it super super cathartic because it you know in, in the process of creativity but it, it is it, it can be a very healing mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah and it's so funny that you say the drawing on your body because that's a huge form of self-expression which is a huge release of that energy that you know is so healthy but when not when not released or utilized or moved can become toxic and stagnant you know what I mean so uh, it's so important and I, I, I resonate with with the whole drawing on your body it's like all my tattoos and stuff like that's a that's i designed all my tattoos right and like designed where they want to go and so that's part of my art artistic process and then you know there's a cathargic um i think that's the right word feeling to it where there's like an actual physical release when you're getting tattooed and so i actually would f- it would be like a whole therapeutic process like the, the creating of the image the tap finding the right artist um having them create you know put their input and their you know, their, uh, their spin on, on what I wanted into it. Um, And then the actual physical putting the needle to my skin and like sitting there, you know, I'd have to go into a meditative state while they were so not to feel the pain, but like, it was such a release, like that whole process was so therapeutic. Um, And so, and then, yeah, it's just like all my art on my body now. So I totally resonate with that.
0: Mm, i really cool to to hear you describe that actually, because I cause I have heard about um, you know, people getting tattoos and, and finding the process very healing, but I never heard you explained in the way you just explained it, which um gave me gave me a lot of insight yeah, on it. Yeah, it's very
1: cool. Very unique. Very yeah, no I don't I don't
0: Yeah. And, and but then on like creativity in general, like or art or, or that, what what do you think is it about it that makes it so healing?
1: um for me like i think just i think creativity is something so sacred like i think that the energy behind what it, what it means to be creative is such a sacred energy um that everybody has access to um like when i hear people say oh i can't paint or i can't draw and i was like i never believe them i'm like well well you just you're literally doubting yourself to the point where you're probably not even putting the paint pe- the paint on the brush or like you're not even taking the steps to try and like even at, like when i first started painting like you know it's it's like practice with anything you can develop your skills like it's completely how much you're willing to dedicate yourself and, and master or you know progress in in your own talent so um everybody has that creativeness within them it's what like what kind how much attention and focus are you are you pouring into that right um so, yeah, I just, I think, I think creativity is, is really, really important. And then when you let that like flow through you and you express that, you know, whether it be words or, or movement, dance, um, whatever, whatever it is, there's so many variations of, of expressing that creative energy. Right. Um, but whatever resonates with you, like, you know, no matter what, it's going to be healing on some level, um. You know if you just allow it, you, you, you have to let it like do what it does because it's got that net creativity, has that natural flow to it anyway. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's are you going to allow yourself to be that vessel for that energy? Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, they, it's both like you said, like get it, getting into that flow state, kind of that meditative state. And also that it is really like we're all creative. I, I, I really feel that it's like almost like it's a part of a significant part. You know, we're, we're creating all the time through our words, through <laughs> how, how we dress and how we show up in the world. You know, it, it's like the creative energy, in my opinion, is, is such such a big, big part of
1: being human you you literally took the words out of my mind it, it is what it i think if you dig deep and you're in a spiritual path like my like i've been on my spiritual journey for so many years now and so i think one of the one of the biggest conclusions and it, i say conclusion lightly cuz you never really have you never really come to a full definite like conclusion but um is that to be human means to be a creator like you know you're creating your own yeah. life day yeah with your with the power of your words with your thoughts, with who you allow in your life, who you surround yourself with, like you are that master creator, right? So yeah, yeah, you that. You it. it. It is what it means to be human or a huge part of it.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and it's funny about what you said when when you, when you people tell you that they're, they're not creative and they can't draw. I, I'm the same, I'm like, anyone can draw, I, you know, anyone can, can do
1: these things. Right. right Right. well and you can be creative and not draw or paint you can be creative in your dance moves you can be creative in um you know writing a book like my book is is a form of creativity anyone writing a book anybody writing a poem anybody singing song um there's so many like even even just um how you decorate your apartment right that's a form of creativity. like with your color schemes um, how you dress like yeah there's so many you know even how you do your makeup like that's some some people some I know a lot of women their makeup routine in the morning is their form of creative you know that's when they get their creative fill and yeah. they take they, they take such like how the pride that I take when I'm doing a painting that's how, how their you know makeup process is for mm-hmm. them so it just varies for so many different people yeah
0: yeah so so many outlets um that I, I think like people don't even realize it as, as they're being creative sometimes. Um, right. Even cooking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cooking too, for sure. And so um, like in, in art therapy, like do people just like draw or paint anything they want
1: or do you give them some direction?
0: How, how does that actually look like in practice?
1: Um, so it's hard to give a definite answer for that because it, it would look different for every client. Um, you know, especially like if I'm working with a kid or if I'm working with like somebody older or if I'm working with like, there's a lot of studies I've never personally worked with like a war veteran but there's a lot of PTSD cases from war veterans that um, where art therapy has benefit benefited them. Um, so it would look so different, in, you know, treating a war veteran than if it were being like you to come to me and and you know we're we're just doing like an hour session so um right off the bat you have to like kind of feel out your client right like see are they are they shy are they hesitant do they even want to be here like are they forced to be here you know did family like intervene and make them come like are they here of their own free will like so there's so many different things and then i think the guidance is always a given um, but how you guide the person is is different right so it would be like um you know, with somebody who's freely there and of their own free will, and they're just doing this for fun and they want, like, they want some sort of release or whatever. Like, it's going to be more free flowing in terms of my instruction. Like, I'm not, uh, like, I wouldn't be so, like, regimen, or I wouldn't even give that much instruction. I'd kind of let them go naturally. Um, and then, you know, even, like, to see what they, what um, what form they wanted. So do they just want to draw? Do they want to paint? Um, do they want to dance while they paint? Do, do we want to put music on? Like. There's so many, you know, you have to read the personality of the person um, because sometimes, you know, if I'm working with a kid and I have music on and they're, they're painting that might be too overwhelming for them. Um, or somebody who's recovering from PTSD that might also be too overwhelming for them because that's a lot of stimulation. Um, so you, you really have to, to gauge and be, you know, sympathetic, empathetic and compassionate for your client to see you know, is this benefiting them or is this hurt? Is this not helping? Is this making Mm. things harder for them? Right. So, um, you know, you have to be really aware of, of of your client when you decide on the route to take, but you know, it never looks the same.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like healing is such a personal and it it needs to be individualized and unique. We're all so different in general in our, in our needs in the world, but especially with healing, you know, what works for one person doesn't, doesn't work for everyone. And it's like figuring out what, what works for the
1: individual. definitely. Yeah. Healing is a very unique and individual journey. Um, and that's why like, you know, holistic healing and even like, even just me, like I might not be the right person to help everybody on their healing journey, but like, uh, you know, it's like when you find a therapist, you know, if you're not connecting with that therapist, there, there's not going to be much good like progress made. Right. So you have to really make sure that the person offering these services, like not only is the technique, you know, right for you, but the person implementing this technique is also a fit. Like there's so many, you know, healing is so sensitive um, and, yeah. and yeah, unique
0: yeah i think i for the course i'm doing i i have to i have to do therapy so I've, I've been seeing a therapist and when when i was first looking for a therapist i was just like how do i even you know how do you how do you even choose because there's so many different techniques out there and then also it, i think it really is a thing of like do you get along with the person um right and then also for me i was important for me that that it, that it was a woman um just because it, I, I know I, I I feel like I can open up more um, but
1: yeah so it's just so so personal for sure yeah well and because you know whoever you choose they need to they need to actually understand you you have to feel like they understand you um, and then when with that feeling because because if you don't feel like they understand you even if they do if you don't feel that you're not going to open up to them enough to actually make um, significant progress yeah. So. There's so many factors on, on both ends uh, that need to like coincide and like that need to connect properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm glad you found one. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's good.
0: I, we actually just wrapped up because I, I, I want to try experience different people as well, just to, to see what that's like. So we yeah. just wrapped up yesterday um, as well. Like we started in October. So I think it's like six, seven, eight, maybe eight months of therapy. Just awesome to an end yeah
1: um good for you good for you and can i ask is can i ask you a question about that sure is it like sad like is it sad when you come to an like for you coming to an end with this therapist that you've now developed a bond with them over the last eight months or is it is it like a do you feel excited that you you've a is it an accomplishment or is it like uh like are you gonna miss this person like how do you feel like what are the emotions um
0: it's interesting because that's what we kind of, we based our last session on like the, the theme of closure. And I think it's actually a very personal thing in how you as an individual feel about endings and stuff. I am someone who I, I like I really like change and I really thrive in change. And I, mm-hmm. so I, I feel very good about it. Like, cause I, I tend to focus on the future and okay, okay. Now something's opening up for new possibilities. Mm-hmm. But I think that's really individual about me and how I, how I approach endings and, and beginnings um, right? and uh, like for me I also just felt like a, a lot of just gratitude and appreciation for her and, and the things like I've learned about myself through it um, right. so I feel yeah I feel good about it but I, I don't think that is the
1: case for everyone because as, as we were saying we're all so unique for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, it's so great that you have those feelings because that in itself, like having those, like, Oh, like the gratitude feeling like that is also therapeutic. So like, you know, the therapy is therapeutic, but then, you know, the emotions that are, that are like tied to it for you and, and the natural process of therapy, you know, is, is, is going above and beyond, um, mm. for you. That's, that's really great.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. And, and now that we're talking about it, like yeah yeah I, you know I, I will i think i will miss her a little bit because cause it was just you just such a part of my life right yeah 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 and, and um like for you but what, what do you what practices do you use when you're having
1: a difficult time for me personally <clears throat> i never i've never had the um the luxury, I guess, or the blessing of, of connecting with a therapist. I I actually struggled. Um, I went through some, some sexual trauma and I struggled finding the right therapist to help me through that. So I ended up having to embark on that, that one on my own. Mm. Um, So I, I I actually also, I'm going to say in the same breath, I'm also super blessed with like really great friends and family who, who always are there to listen and give, give sound advice. And if it's not you know, it's not always going to resonate the advice that's given from people close to me, but um, you know, it's, uh, I take, I take it, you know, I, I just, I take what resonates, right. And and then I I leave the rest and the intentions are always good. So, um, so I conversation, so for sure, cognitive behavioral as well, um, you know, in terms of my own uh self-reflection would be the like uh, cognitive behavioral and self-reflection for me were were huge mm. um and then yeah conversation with with friends and family and and, and i also like i know it's like family and friends it's too they're sometimes too close um but I, I again i have like really brilliant friends who, who can stay objective and not mm. project onto me and like they're just like seeing things so clearly and, and they help me see things clearly when I know that I'm not, you know, I'll be like, I need you to be real with me. Can you just tell me this? And so like, uh, you know, again, really blessed with, with the te- that's the people around. Um, but, but art, like art therapy meditation in the last couple of years has been huge for me. Like so, so huge. Um, always sound, sound music therapy, like always mm-hmm. like the last eight years, I really honestly think, that my cognitive development is like, it's like, I can just, you know, probably bunch that all up into into music sound therapy. Um, I, I always, my brain is always stimulated, like and not overstimulated, but I always have music on in the background. Like, um, you know, I'm always singing or humming like, you know, it's always, yeah, which is really great. Uh, obviously, other than I know, even when I'm meditating, because there's always like meditative music on the, mm. in the, and the, the power of the sound waves is so impactful. Like the Hertz, the type of, me, you know, you know, what frequency are you listening to? Because it, it has different um, that's a rhetorical question. Sorry, but that, um, you know, the type of frequency and Hertz that you're listening to has a different effect. On your brain and and the way that it functions and the way that it stimulates your brain and you, um, yeah, there's just so much correlation there. So um, I think all of those things really have mm. helped. But uh, but art is was huge is huge um, and yeah, sound for sure. Yeah, it's funny that you
0: say that about sound because sound is something that's coming back big for me. Whatever I've in the last couple of weeks, I've been coming back to like. Uh, me making sound as, as a form of healing
1: cool. like just
0: like humming or like yeah 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 i like humming a lot of humming is just getting that reverberating feeling in my chest. oh yeah
1: like, hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i i really i find that really ha- is something i've been using anyway to just regulate myself if i'm feeling like anxious or
1: stressed um yeah very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. The vibration of your chest, too, that you send through your body. Yeah, uh, it's so powerful. That's so great. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's good. But but all, all the things you said and I think it is so important to have like, you know, learn about these things so that you then have them to go to to help you help you, you know, when when you're having a difficult time and to learn to be able to better take care of ourselves because Mm -hmm. we're not taught this stuff
1: Mm -mm. no it's these are self i went on a self-discovery journey and and i taught myself and you know life just brought me to situations where i got to learn these things and i don't even know how like i can only really like like chalk it up to divine intervention or self maybe self like being self-resourceful like i'm not even sure um but i'm so happy that i did like you know have the guts to explore these realms um so that you know now i can be an educator for these things because they're so powerful like people really underestimate and like and i feel bad for the people who like brush these things off like who are just like oh that's like voodoo or like what good is that gonna do and like the people who are so reliant on western medicine which is that's not a bad thing but like sometimes when you're so consumed in being pro western medicine you just you're limiting yourself to so many other things that could also work. Like, why not have the best of all the worlds? Like, why not, you know, use Western medicine when and if it's appropriate? Like, cause don't don't get me wrong. Like there's sometimes you have like viral infections where you just need an antibiotic to just like, you know, take care of it. And like, th- there's no amount of tea that you're gonna drink that's gonna like cure it. Like, some, like there's a time and a place, right? For all of them. And I, And I just feel bad for the people who like limit themselves and narrow their perspectives um and and inhibit themselves from learning you know yeah you want your resource box and your toolbox to be as full as it can be you want to you want to know as many different techniques as you can um you know to just be better equipped to to heal yourself and then to heal others and you know to 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 ensure that that's how i for me that's how i ensure happiness and peace right is is to know how to deal with you know life's so unexpected you want you want to know how to deal with these things
0: yeah and I appreciate you saying that, actually, because and I think it works both ways, you know, sometimes you can, and I, I myself went through her phase one be like, so fo- like alternative ways are the only way and totally rejected. Western mm-hmm. medicine, but there is value in both and there's a time and a place for both. And as mm-hmm. you said, like knowing them and having them to access when you need them is like super empowering
1: and it just mm-hmm. it makes sense the blessing it really is a blessing that, that we have access to to it when we need it and then we have the choice to important we have the choice to not engage in it if we don't want to and that's a huge yeah. thing you know, right now needs to be said is the the choice to engage in what i want in my body is that's very yes. important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly Free, freedom
1: of choice for sure yeah, yeah. so um, yeah but yeah, sorry one more exactly. thing you so much on like, you know, when you do when, when you do put those blinders on and, you know, you, you said you went through that phase where you only wanted alternative stuff and whatever. And, and that's you. I'm sure you learned so much about, you know, mm. the, the pros and the cons in doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. No matter what road we take, we, en- we end up learning something. I always think right. um, sometimes we just choose to go the long way about about it. <laughs> for sure I think we both have taken the long way around <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
0: but we've learned
1: we, yeah we, you never you don't come out empty-handed <laughs> <people
0: in knowledge. laughs> yeah for oh, sure God. yeah um so I think we're gonna wrap up shortly but just before I'd love to ask you for someone just beginning their healing journey what would you what
1: advice would you give them or pointer? um be patient with yourself like i think i think patience and self-love self-love is such a huge base uh you really need that base before you embark on a healing journey because it is tough like it is so healing is tough there are parts of yourself that you're going to learn that that you maybe don't like or that you have to that you you really want to alter or grow from um and the, the ability to not like hate and beat on yourself is like so powerful. Um, and, and you know, that's where the patience comes in. It's just like, we're just human and we're always learning and we don't know everything. And like, there's a difference between making the same mistake 10 times and then, you know, you know making, a, making a mistake once or twice being like, okay, I think I got my footing now, right? And so like, you know, just like under, having understanding and compassion for yourself. I think those all really tie in. So yeah, self-love, patience, compassion. Um, Mm. they go so far. And then when you have it for yourself, you have it for everyone around you. Um, and that just makes, you know, makes your life more peaceful, which paves a way better picture for your whole healing journey. Right. Like, um, and then you'll attract that. Like when you have that for yourself, you, like you'll, you'll end up having, you'll attract people who also has, have those qualities for themselves and for you. And then your encounters are so much, you know, less, there's less drama. There's, uh, there's more happiness. There's more love like that, you know, be my best friends and like the love that we have for each other yeah. come from, because we have those feelings and those qualities for ourselves.
0: Mm. Beautifully oh, yeah. said. Oh, thank, thank you.
1: you. <laughs> yeah, and you're never alone. That's also important for people. <laughs> you're never, yeah. you're never really alone. You are if you want to be, but you're never, you're never alone. There's always someone out there willing to help or wanting to help, or, you know, that's why, like, uh, you know, people like us, we have our podcasts and the book. If you don't want, if you're, if you're even self conscious, you can just, you know, embark on those self help journeys. But then there's mm-hmm. always someone there to like take your hand if you need it
0: mm, that's a good point as well actually because uh, it can it can be hard it can be hard reaching out for help
1: definitely yeah, for sure
0: for sure all right well it's lovely lovely talking to you today i would love if you could let us and our listeners know where they can find the name of your book to start with and like where they can find you website um and stuff yeah
1: Perfect, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been so lovely and it's so nice to to hear you and hear your voice and um, be a part of this beautiful thing. So my book is called The Art of Healing. Um, I'm still editing it right now. I have so many projects on the go. I need to make more time for it. So hopefully coming out in the fall, if not sometime in 2022. Um, So The Art of Healing is the book. My website is called The Healing Tribe Community. Probably my through my Instagram would be the best way, so it would be at underscore Ashley dot Marie M A R I E dot Elizabeth. So that's my Instagram, and then my link Linktree's there, and that'll bring you right to my website. So perfect.
0: And I'll, I'll in the podcast in the description, I'll, I'll put it in there anyways as well, so that people can find it easily.
1: Perfect. I can even yeah, I'll, I'll send you all that information so people can yeah there so anyway, thank you again for
0: having- so that wraps up another episode of psych your life um i love ashley's whole person approach because it's it is as as we said often forgotten in in western medicine but and sometimes it really is just the obvious one it really is a primarily mental or primarily physical but there is more often than not there is a strong overlap and you can heal the mental mental problems with the bot with through nutrition and through movement and you can help yourself physically by by working working with the mind you know so it's all interconnected We, we separate them for ease of understanding but it's it's not not the way um we are Anyhow, it is my pleasure to be here sharing these stories, having these conversations. It's all stuff I am so passionate about. Um, I also am here if you would like to go deeper in your healing journey, um, check out my website. I've got lots of free resources and stuff there. Otherwise, like, subscribe, review, all that all that jazz. Um, and wishing you all the best on your journey.